Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. gentlemen i am your host blake rufino this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well you know we couldn't ease back into we literally couldn't ease back into being off for the holiday season it's the holiday season da, 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 da. <laughs> boy i love doing this fucking show at seven o'clock god it's good to be back baby it is really good to be back we have not been on the show in a week so we've been off for a week and now we're back so we do got a lot to catch up on so obviously the first one if you're just missing it and you're just tuning in Keishon Bouti has announced that he is going and entering his name until the NFL draft it was reported earlier today well not technically reported it was mentioned on a message board and sent to me um, that some people said on other message boards that are uh, uh, media members that Kayshawn Booty um, broke team rules and then said he wasn't playing in the bowl game and now saying he's entering the NFL draft. Then you have Jack Besh out here who's now sending crying face emojis on Twitter. A lot of people are going to say this is Jane Daniels' fault, but... If those reports were ultimately true by very well, uh, very known and renowned media members, then I don't know. But Keishon Bouti leaving does not change my uh, thought prospect or thought process or anything about LSU nor or, or its future. Obviously, you got Aaron Anderson that comes in, and you probably always were expecting Keishon Bouti was entering the draft anyway. It's not changing where we are, at least not where I'm at. For LSU. So we do got a lot to catch up on. LSU gets some big time recruits. Denver Harris commits since we uh, have been off. Also, um, you had uh, Zai Alexander from Southeastern, who was a big time playmaker, who also committed. 
uh, as well, and will be on LSU's roster next season. So we'll catch up, catch up on some of that. And I see my man's already in here. <laughs> we do have some uh, some guessing coming up, but what does it mean that JD's returning? I'm sure we'll get into this debate tonight. Obviously, with him returning, uh, people are going to blame him for Kayshawn Bouti leaving. Not the case. Kayshawn makes his decision. You've seen the antics from Kayshawn. Look, the God's honest truth is the truth is the truth. If you, We'll get into that. We'll get into that because everybody's blaming Jaden, but you have nothing to say to Brian Kelly. Right? You don't have shit to say to Brian Kelly about Kayshawn Booty leaving yet. You say it's Jane Daniels' fault. Well, newsflash to everybody that's in here. Brian Kelly had to have had a conversation with Jane Daniels and had to have convinced him to come back or wanted him to come back for him to be here. So you saying it's Kayshawn Booty's or Kayshawn Booty leaving is Jane Daniels' fault, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. We'll talk on it. But we do have a big guesting uh, list here tonight. As Carter Bryan, who normally joins us on Mondays, joins us at 7.30 and... got to be honest got to be honest I'm really looking forward to this one too LSU QB commit Colin Hurley the 2024 five-star quarterback commit will be joining us at 745 Central Standard Time well I I got a lot I want to ask him maybe he'll give some LSU fans a little bit of ease (laughs) about the news that they just got that you have Colin Hurley on the way We'll touch on that. And LSU basketball opens up conference play here tonight at 8 p.m. on ESPN2 against Arkansas. Going to be looking forward to that one. And, you know, let's see what let's see what the Matt McMahon regime can do. All right, we do have Pooh Bear and Zach with us, guys. It's going to be a massive night. So I guess let's get to it. Let's get to some of these comments, though. However, uh, Gregory Ford says, give that number seven. To Harold Perkins. I don't really mind that if I'm being honest with any of you. I don't mind that one at all, to be point blank and frank with you. I don't mind that at all. Now, I mean, does he want it? Is he going to take it? I, I I don't, you know, um, I don't know that holistically or right now. But what I will tell you, what I will tell you is, he would look good in number seven. Let's see if they give it to him. Let's see if they give it to him. Uh, Spectrum Wellcare says, is LaTerrence Wells still on the team? He is still on the team, but let's see what happens with him. I mean, hell, he's got to play. I mean, look, we don't go to practice. Brian Kelly does not allow the media to go to practice um, like we did during um, fall camp. So I have not seen him at any practice. Um, so we'll see. So we'll see. But he's got to play. Set. What's crazy is, is LaTerrence Welsh has to play on Monday. LaTerrence Welsh has to play on Monday. <laughs> so you can enter the portal, but you're going to be playing. Uh, Paul Sharp says, Jack Bass tweeted la- laughing face emojis. What's up with that? Well, I think you know what's up with that. I, I think I think that you know what's up with that, right? So, I, I mean... Obviously, he moved on because he was playing in the slot, and so was Kayshawn Booty. <laughs> it's just the truth. You know it, and I know it. 
Uh, TJ, a good friend over at Double Double Fries No Sh- No Slaw, says Blake is it too early to start previewing FSU and LSU? Yes, way too early, <laughs> way too early. But they did get a big defensive line commit uh, in Braden Fisk uh, this past weekend, so it's really big to them, really big for them because now they got some guys in the interior uh, that can do some things. Really massive for them. Curtis Lambert says, I've noticed that when seven goes to an offensive player, they have mediocre seasons. Only two are Giles and Booty. Um, you know, listen, let me, let, let's just get this out of the way really quickly. A number doesn't define you as a person. Okay. Wearing number seven does not defy you as a person. There's no superstition on a number. If there is a superstition on a number, break it. You know, what's crazy is LSU hadn't beaten Alabama at home since 2010. They did it year one under Brian Kelly. Kayshawn Booty leaving does not bother me at all. If what they're saying is true, it's true. If it's not, it's not. I have no idea. I don't know. Um, I'm guessing Pooh Bear says DJ Tark and Leonard Fournette. Right. I mean, those guys didn't suck. Now, you could say Leonard had a difficult season um, his last year when he was injured. But, I mean, come on, man. Come on. I, and then, I, I don't know if, what what do you count Derek Stingley? I mean, do you count Derek Stingley in that? I don't know. A number doesn't define you as a human. It, ju- it just doesn't. So, if he wants to wear it, if he doesn't want to wear it, who who really gives a flipping Rudy Pooh? Uh, Dylan on Facebook says, I went to high school with Zai, all-around athlete, played quarterback at Laurelville. Yeah, he did. Um... 6'3 corner, we'll talk about this on, on some things that we missed on. 6'3, 185 corner. Obviously, guys, you know that Southeastern's my alma mater. I've watched this kid a, a pr- probably a, a, a good bit um, and watching what he does. He's not going to get outrun. He's a really, really fast corner, long, long corner. Has made some ridiculous catches against power five opponents in interceptions. Had nine interceptions the last two seasons. Southland Conference player of the year, or should have been defensive, uh, our Southland defensive player of the year. They didn't give it to him, but he was the best player on defense every time that he touched the field. So LSU uh, gets him. So I think that that's a massive addition, a very massive addition there. Uh, Bill on YouTube says, Blake Wheat, the heck is going on, or probably what the heck is going on with Booty. Y'all just going to have to ask him, man. I I mean, I don't, I do not, at the current moment, I do not know other than what some have said. Now, is it true? Is it realistic? You know, I I don't, I don't know. But like this comment says, buy you Chubbs, who buy you. I I like you, buddy, but. You know, he says Jack Bash leaves, Kayshawn leaves. At some point, we got to address why. Stop defending JD5. Let's dig into why, Blake. If you want to dig into why, Bayou, it's not JD5. Kayshawn Booty had a shitty season. Let's call it what it is. Let's call it what it is. He led the team and dropped passes, and you're blaming Jaden. You know what you should be blaming? Let's dig into it then. You, know, you can blame Jaden all the live long day. The guy that makes $100 million, the guy that makes $10 million a year, probably, hint, hint, wink, wink, sat down with him, meaning Jaden, and and told him he wanted him to come back. If he did not want Jaden to come back, he would have told him to walk. Don't lead the team at drops. Bottom line. 
this is, you know, by, I, I like you, bud, but with all due respect, you can blame anybody in the live long day. Every single decision that gets made is based off what your head coach does. And if you're mad that Kayshawn Boutte left, when you're adding Aaron Anderson and Shelton Sampson and Jalen Brown, I'm sorry to tell you, you're wrong. And then you got Dwayne Official, Blake, stop defending JD5. Guys, I'm not defending him. Let me tell you something about everybody in this chat. I know a lot of you, Dwayne Official being one of them, when Kayshawn Boutte pouted against Florida State, Dwayne, you were in this chat. You were in this chat blaming, saying he was a crybaby and a titty baby. You said that. Now it's, oh, no. What's going on? It's Jane's fault. You know what? If Jane leaves, Jane leaves. If he leaves, he leaves. You know, with half the shit that he puts up with, I don't know why the fuck he doesn't leave. Now, we're going to have a quarterback on the show at 745, okay? The fan base. Okay. Here we go. It's going to be all night. This right here is going to be all night. I'm not riding with anybody. I'm not riding with anybody, but you're blaming Jane Daniels on a Brian Kelly decision. Stop getting in your feelings and you, you want to say I'm in my feelings and I'm defending him. Okay. Brian Kelly makes the decision. You, you guys understand that. Here's what else happened. You won the West when you weren't supposed to win seven games. So you're going to blame people, blame the head co- blame the guy that makes $9.5 million a year, why won't you? Blame him. But you're blaming your quarterback who it's not his ultimate decision. With all due respect to Jaden, I think Jaden has to – look, the truth, the truth, what you're saying and what some of you are saying – it's absolutely true, okay? Jane has to throw the ball down the field, okay? Guys, we're going to skip the first break. This is what we're going to do. We're going to skip the first break. We're going to get it at Carter. First off, everybody hit the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. Let's stop right quick. If you're listening to us, if you're on Facebook, stop what you're doing. Hit the like and share. Share to all those Facebook groups. If you're listening to us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and notification bell. Okay? If you're listening to us on XM Radio, tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. There's over 700 of you in here live total. Do us a favor. Ever, we need 700 likes right now. If you're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, likes and shares. Share it to everything. Hit the like and share. Let's get to the bet online break when Carter gets in here. So let's talk about it since everybody wants to talk about this. Now we, we had so much more we needed to talk about. Ali Gay leaving all this kind of things, foregoing the the bowl game, whatever. Brian Kelly ultimately makes this decision with Jaden Daniels coming back. You can blame him all you want to. You can say he's got to throw the ball down the field. Now, let's stop right there. You're accurate. He's got to get better at hitting receivers when they're open. Nobody's gonna, nobody is going to argue, argue you on that point. No one. 
No one will argue you on that point. You're right. But quarterbacks can and players can get better in a complete and total offseason. Now, if I had the ability to talk to Jane Daniels, and I, I'm assuming that this was going to get clipped and sent to him. If I had the ability to talk to Jaden Daniels, Jaden, screw the fan base. Screw everybody who's going to say whatever they want to say about you. Come out here and prove them wrong. That, that's the bottom line. You won the SEC West as a starting quarterback at LSU. Go do it again. Go win the SEC. Make the playoff. Do you have things you got to do better? You know it. I know that you know it because I know that you've told staff members of things that you got to get better at. That's great. Go do it and let's get it done. But this whole thing and this whole offseason of you blaming Jane Daniels after you won the West, guys, there's one, there wasn't one person in this chat. I know this for a fact because I monitor every freaking episode. Not one of you were coming to this show saying we were winning the West. None of you. The guy that won you the West, you got to give the ability to. Now, what you haven't done and what nobody's going to do, and guys, if this ultimately gets reported, Pooh and Zach, if you see this get reported on Twitter, and Twitter's acting crazy right now, but if you see it reported, put it up here. But there were things being said today that he broke team team rules. Is that true? I don't know. I can't confirm that. And I'm not going to confirm that because I had not heard that. But you do have people that were out there doing it. So the way that I see this, the way that I see this right now, is that you have somebody reporting that, that Kayshawn Bouti violated team rules if it's true, it's true. If it's not, it's not. I Again, I don't know. He says he's not playing in the bowl game. Then after he's saying he, he said he was coming back, he left. Are you honestly really shocked? I will be a little honest. I, I think it's the most least shocking thing that we've seen. I was more shocked that he came back than anything else. Okay, just making sure. But I was more shocked that he, he announced that he was coming back than him staying. So, Blaine Smith says social media is toxic. It's so negative. It's not a real place. It's not a real place. Um, Bayou Chubbs said he took, ultimately he took Jack Besh's spot. Guys, you're deep at receiver. So, let's go through it. Shelton Sampson comes in. Brian Thomas is here. Malik Neighbors is here. Aaron Anderson is here. Jalen Brown is here. Landon Ibietta is here. You have a, a very, very talented wide receiver room right now. <laughs> you, you are extremely talented at the wide receiver position right now. We had gone through... The, the, the truth, whether you want to hear it or not, here's the truth. The truth is, is that Kayshawn, whether you like it or not, we all, Brian Kelly had an answer 
questions every single week about his relationship with, relationship with Kayshawn Booty. Every single week. He missed a game, rightfully so, because he has a, his child is born. Got a lot going on, okay? There have been issues this entire offseason. You know, Brian Kelly comes in. Uh, Kayshawn Booty's refusing to rehab. At some point, this has got to go on Kayshawn. But you can blame anyone all the live long day, but you're blaming somebody else who is de whose decision it wasn't. What's funny to me is, Ali Gay, who was it was announced, uh, what was it, Saturday or Sunday, Ali Gay, who is a fifth-year senior, announced that he's not going to be playing in the bowl game. He's going to get ready for the draft. You guys, a lot of you guys dogged the shit out of Ali Gay saying, oh, well, he wasn't good or whatever the case may be. Oh, well, he didn't even finish out the season. He's a quitter. A lot of you are inside the chat and inside the comments doing that. So... When Jane Daniels decides to return and then Kayshawn Booty leaves, you're praising Kayshawn for flip-flopping on you versus somebody else. Let's act for just a second. Let's just act for just a second. This guy, this kid's name's not Jane Daniels. Let's act like it's Walker Howard for just a quick second. And Walker Howard threw the ball to Jack Besh more than he threw the ball to Kayshawn, and Kayshawn's pouting. Sometimes, and what a lot of you have asked for, is for a culture change. Sometimes to have a culture change means you got to get bad personalities. And I'm not saying Kayshawn is. I don't think that he is. I don't think Kayshawn's a bad kid. I don't think he's a bad personality. I, I, I don't. But when you change a culture and that, and that person or player doesn't fit that winning culture or that culture in general, sometimes they have to walk. But don't get it, do not get it twisted that this kid made a decision, he went back on it. If he made a decision about coming back, guys, let's be real. Let, okay, let's, let's be real on this too. Do you really believe, do you really believe that Kayshawn Booty made a decision do you really think he made a decision about coming back without knowing that there was a very strong possibility that Jaden was returning? So we'll spend the entire show and the entire night talking about that when we have a five-star quarterback coming up at 745. I'm watching all of your comments. Zay Witt says, Eile Gay leaving is irrelevant. I don't care about it. Zay, it doesn't matter what you care about. It does not matter what you care about. When the fan base is saying what they're saying, it doesn't matter what you care about. Well, I care about this, so that's what you should be doing. Mm. All right. We do got a lot more to get into, guys. <laughs> All right, so Denver Harris does sign or does commit to LSU. Look, LSU, we had talked about this at length. I know that there had been a worry from you guys and a lot of people in reference to in reference to LSU being down at corner. Well, we're going to see on Monday, which isn't that far away, they will probably only have five scholarship or four scholarship uh, DBs and corners that will be available. 
Denver Harris and Zy Alexander give you that ability uh, to come in and start right away. So I think it's a good addition to get Denver Harris. I think he's a guy that you saw uh, at Texas A&M that would have been that would have been a a a a freshman All American. Okay, until he had some issues. Can Brian Kelly and LSU surround Denver Harris with some good ability and some good things going on around LSU to put him back on the right path? Zy Alexander is a kid that I, I I think of the world of. I think he's going to come in and start right away. Okay, that's my opinion. He's going to start out of talent. He's also going to start out of necessity because you just don't have a lot of experience there. Now, Zy Alexander from southeastern Louisiana has gone up against some really good wide receivers and played at a very high level when the competition rose for him, meaning when they play group of five teams, when they play power five teams, he didn't have passes caught on him. It was a very strong, a very real uh, uh, rarity that that would happen. And then when they start throwing his way, the kid, all he did the last two seasons was was have nine interceptions. Has elite ball skills. It's tall enough. He goes up at the highest point. Long, fast. He's, I honestly feel like he's just a tall wide receiver playing corner who has extremely great ball uh, ball instincts while in the air and really is a willing tackler. A lot of people have a problem with his weight. Has not slowed him down in the Southland Conference so far, but this isn't the South of Conference. This is the SEC. He's definitely going to have to work on that. Um, Zay says, FCS DBs never work in the SEC for us. Well, you say for us. I mean, at some point, guys, it's it, I'm not answering this dude's thing anymore. But I think it's two really good, um, two really good additions. Very good additions. Now, you add a couple of guys along the defensive line. I know that we had talked about some of them, but you're adding pieces along the defensive line, obviously, and probably one of the funnier names at LSU, Jordan Jefferson. (laughs) How crazy is it that they got a Jay Lee from Florida in the portal to sign with LSU, and LSU got a defensive tackle also named Jordan Jefferson? I know. But... Jordan Jefferson from West Virginia, a nose tackle, defensive tackle, had nine and a half tackles for losses, which is a lot for an interior guy, especially a nose tackle. It's going to come in and play right away. Guys, a lot of these dudes are going to have to play right away. It also gives guys like Mikhail Wingo a little bit of a break in between playing some of these snaps. So I thought LSU had some really good portal transitions and portal pickups over the last week since we've been on the show. So look, We've had a lot. We've talked a lot. <laughs> oh, man. Didn't even get to our first break, but we do have Carter the Power Bryant that's in here. So, look, guys, let's do this. Let's pay some quick bills. Let's talk about the Kayshawn Booty stuff. Let's talk about everything. Let's talk about it with Carter the Power Bryant next. We talk about we talk, We got more to talk about it with him, too, but we'll talk about him. We'll be back in a minute. More discussion about LSU coming up. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, 
combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. We're back. We're back. Oh, my God. (laughs) Carter. The power Bryant joins us. I, what do you want to say? I mean, look, there's over 700 people in here total on radio, on live. What, Kayshawn Booty? I, I mean, take the take the floor away. What what we got? Yeah. So first thing is Blake has a really big guest, so uh, I'm pretty excited to see what Colin Hurley has to say. And uh, and yeah, y'all should really listen in. Colin Hurley gives a great interview. Um, yeah, obviously this is a good and bad thing, Blake, because the decision that Kayshawn initially made practically, let's just say you're not an LSU fan you might be watching this, or if you are an LSU fan and you're watching this right now, look at this objectively. This was not a good decision for him to return to LSU. He is a lock to go in the first round of the NFL draft. I don't agree with that. I well, I I strongly disagree with that. I think <laughs> I, I, I strongly do. disagree with your disagreement. I, I I do. I really, really, really do because I think number one, he got a, NFL, he got a second round grade. Yeah, but I still think he's going to go in the first round okay. for uh, a few reasons. The first thing is a lot of receivers go in the first round, right? The only receiver right now that I would objectively take over him is Quentin Johnson of TCU. Um, and, and look, I, and Blake, you know me pretty well, like Kayshawn's not like my favorite LSU wide receiver ever. I'm just saying he had an early breakout age. He has got elite measurables. Did he regress this year? Yeah. There was a lot of different reasons why he regressed this year. Was he as dominant as he was in years past? No, there was a lot of different, you know, rumors and reports on him and his rehabilitation. And obviously, you know, coming back from the ankle injury was one thing. But if you have an early breakout age and you have the freak athleticism that he does have, I think he'll go in the first round. And if not, somebody's going to get a T. Higgins, Michael Thomas level player in the second round. I think Kayshawn's going to have a great NFL career. And I don't, and Blake, you know, I don't just say that about every LSU player, right? Um, I, I think he's making the right decision if we are just looking at this. Even if he did have a second round grade, it's still you know, the right decision because he's still going to be a top 50 pick. I have a hard time believing he's going to fall off here. But the second thing... Well, top 50 pick, uh, I don't think that that's falling off. That's still a second round grade. It's still really good. Right, right. right. Like, let's not, let's not, don't mistake what I'm saying to saying Kayshawn stinks. (laughs) Right. I'm not saying that. What I'm just saying is I do think that there, so here's my thing. There are going to, there's going to be blame given to people or people's that let's call it what it is. It's not Jane Daniels's fault that the guy hit the that guy announced he was coming back and then he said he was leaving. It, it just right. it just isn't. So regardless, and, and ultimately, Carter, the truth. 
Okay, the truth is, Jane's taking the beating for ultimately Brian Kelly's decision. If Brian Kelly did not want Jane Daniels to return, he did not have to bring him back. Right. Okay. And and just by Brian Kelly, you know, releasing the statement here, um, I don't know if you just saw it. Yeah, so let's let's read that really quickly, Carter, so the fans who have... Um, are listening and they hadn't seen it. Brian Kelly just announced about 13 minutes ago, he says, we support Kayshawn in his decision. He went through and thought a thoughtful process and ultimately decided this was in his best interest. We appreciate all that he did during his time at LSU and wish him well. Yeah, so as you can see, it was somewhat, I mean, not necessarily mutual. It was always Kayshawn's decision, but it was understandable on both parties. This is how I feel, Blake. Uh, the game of football, you've been in, you know, college locker rooms before. I, I I think it's such a mentally taxing sport that if you really feel somebody has one foot out the door already, it is better for that person to go. If you are not mentally fully locked in on getting LSU to a national championship game and you're focused about what's next, such as the NFL draft, uh, you know, it's not a it's not healthy for you to continue to play right, especially at a, at a position like wide receiver. So, you know, that's another thing, right? If Kayshawn was teetering on the decision whether or not to come back for the extra year, um, you know, if he was 50-50 and it was going to be a thing where he was always thinking about the next thing, which, let's be honest, you do if you're a big-time prospect like he is, you want him to go, right? Now, would he make LSU's Without question. wide receiver? If you, it does if, – if, now, what I'm saying here is not Kayshawn isn't good enough to play wide receiver at LSU. It's just he might not be the best fit if he's mentally ready to go to the next level, right? And I I, I think that was the case here. Now, there could be more factors at play. I, you know, we all have our own theories about what has actually transpired here in the past 24 hours. I won't share any because... There's a lot of different factors here, but the bottom line is if you were an independent draft analyst, if you were somebody advising Kayshawn here, you've played three years, you have an injury history, go get paid, go, 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 go make money, go do, go do what you got to do. And if that's what Kayshawn wanted to do, it's, it's, you know, fine by everyone here. But at the same time, this decision, did it hurt LSU no. in the long run? No, I, I know some people are going to say, well, Jack Besh might have come back if I... I if I'm Jack Besh, I'm pretty ticked off, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I, I would And if be, I'm LSU, I'm, to be a little truthful, if I'm LSU, I would be a little, you know, like, hey, man, you know, we based a lot of our decisions... So there is an example of there were a lot of high... There were a lot of transfer portal guys. Now, they took Aaron Anderson. However... Do you no, look there, at take someone else? There, there, there were others. There Correct. Were other, there, there were really good wide receivers in the SEC. Xavier Thomas comes to mind, and then even even better ones. And you know how good I think Xavier Thomas is. Lovin and Ra Ra Thomas were in the portal as well, and those guys go to Georgia, right? You know, it 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 did it, it does hamstring you when you think somebody is going to play, and he makes this decision here. So. While we are happy for Kayshawn making this decision, I think you're happy. I think I'm happy. You know, I am happy for him as an individual. Right. Correct. But let's not absolve him of responsibility here. Exactly. Right? That, like, this was a very bizarre day. 
this was a very very bizarre day you know out of nowhere you know you get a you get a statement that and and you're hearing from from people that he's enrolled in classes and you know there, there well was, lsu you know, i mean with all due respect to lsu carter and i don't mean this wrongly to them and i'm probably going to get a slap on the wrist for this one they sent it in they sent it to us in the email and the i mean they sent it to us saying he was enrolled in classes which also right. makes me believe that this decision was made today i think so i i and why I, I, was it made today I I just I just think he I honestly I just think he got frustrated I really do like it, it, it's it's just one of those things where you know I think he wanted to go and for some reason he decided to come back and <laughs> uh, it, it, it's tough right you you have a tough decision to make when in the grand scheme of things this wasn't a tough decision you're a big time wide receiver that's going to play in the NFL for a very, very long time. Obviously, Kayshawn has a close emotional tie to LSU. Um, you know, the proximity to LSU where he grew up and all the, the emotional past year here. And, you know, the way that you say, hey, I'm coming back and now I'm not, it, it is it is hard. It is hard not only on him, but it's hard on the staff, right? There are right. so many recruiting staffers that rely on personnel decisions about whether or not you're going to stay or you're going to go. And the thing that's very interesting um, about wide receiver, Blake, is that it is a volume position. Guys mm -hmm. want touches. And with Kayshawn coming back, you know, that's minimum 60 targets, bare minimum 60 targets that are going to him that are now – that could have gone to somebody else. Now it's Well, it could have gone to Jack Bash. And, and honestly, Carter, we talked about this last week – which now will have to go to Aaron Anderson and others. You know, and look, right. I made that statement last week, okay, about Aaron Anderson. It doesn't seem too foolish now. <laughs> but yeah, I, but but yeah. but listen, we're gonna we can we can we can make the decision or we can talk about Kayshawn Booney all the live long day. But what's going on in this chat right now is a little bit foolish. He knew his decision, he knew that he could have waited. And if I'm Jack Bash, I'm a little bit upset. However, there were some right. other uh, decisions made. LSU made some big key pieces and pickups in the transfer portal since we last talked. Denver Harris. Obviously, everybody knows about the former five-star DB. Obviously, too, Zai Alexander from Southeastern Louisiana lying up. Baby, let's Line go. Up. Let's ah. go. Carter, they went out and got two starting corners and two guys that I think that can really play. Uh, we all know about Denver Harris and Zai to some extent. I guess, what are your thoughts about getting him and the nose tackle from West Virginia and Jordan Jefferson? Shout out Jordan Jefferson. So Your I, tweet was not funny, by the way. If you missed his, if you missed uh, the Power Hours tweet saying, oh, look, he's coming back, you know, take puts a picture of Jordan Jefferson, number nine Jordan Jefferson, the QB, saying he's coming back to play DT. It wasn't funny. I, I giggled. I, I, I'm glad you did because a lot of people took that as like a disrespect to Jordan Jefferson. Which one? I mean, the, the 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 original, the OG. Oh, 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 oh. And and guess what? I like Jordan Jefferson. Like he wasn't an abysmal quarterback. LSU's had far worse quarterback play. Right. And with the revisionist history, we see how difficult it is to be a quarterback under Les Miles. I was fine with Jordan Jefferson. Was he a great quarterback? No. But obviously, he was a good mentor to his two brothers who were you know, better players than he was, obviously one infinitely better than he was, but still, yeah, I, I, 
Blake, I've already graded all the defensive linemen that they brought in, and Jordan Jefferson uh, flashed the most. His numbers were the best, but I did think nine he was and a half tackles for loss, Carter. That's a lot yeah. from a na- from a nose tackle. Yeah, I, th- I think he, he, he'll play a little bit different next year. I, he, he was a big-time penetrator for West Virginia. And obviously, LSU, uh, the, the, the team is going to be a little bit different. But all four of those guys look to be pretty good. I like Paris Shan from Canada. Shout-out Mike Meyer. Shout-out oh, Steve Oh, Canada. Shout-out Drake. But, um, but obviously <laughs> – uh, Denver Harris is uh, it's I know he's a five star and all of that Blake I, I think he's by far the best player that they brought in here um, I, I, I I think he's going to be a really good corner for LSU now obviously it's what I know a lot of people in the comment section are going to say what about the off the field stuff well, we'll wait and see right obviously it was a rough year for for his first year in, in, in college station but I don't care about that the kid can play I mean, I do care about that, but that's something that we can't control. He could play. And when he played for Texas A&M, he was a fine player, and he is on the ascent of his career. He's going to be hopefully focused and locked in. He's going to be a really good player. I, I loved him coming out, like, um, out of North Shore. So right. um, I, 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 think he, I think he's going to be a really good player for LSU, and I think he'll um, be the Makai Gardner, a guy that will transfer in and start from from start to finish. And what? So you talk about Denver, Zai Alexander. So listen, 6'3", 185 pounds. A lot of people talking about his weight and not and and tackling. Carl, let's call it what it is. Sometimes you got to go get a corner that might not be the best at tackling, and a guy that can lock you down. So obviously, I've watched him a lot. You've seen him go up against power five wide receivers, group of five wide receivers, Carter. They threw the ball four times his way this year. He had three interceptions on those four targets in those big elite games. Have you watched a lot of Zy Alexander, and what are your thoughts? Uh, not not as much as you have, probably. Obviously, the one-handed interception was freakish. Like it was that wasn't even the best one. That, they no, just I mean, they didn't clip the best one, but right. Oh, well, I gotta, you got to send me that. I mean, um, I, I, he I, caught I, it I, off I, of a dude's back and took I'll it hundred uh, took it one hundred and six yards, and they got they got called back. Oh, well, I want to see it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it excites me. Obviously, you know, the, the, the FCS corner experiment over the past couple of seasons has, has been an adventure, to say the least. Um, but hopefully, Zy Alexander ends up being a bona fide superstar. Well, he's um, not I, like the Colby Richardson. I mean, like, he Colby didn't play, okay? Zy has played significant snaps. I mean, he did. He got offered by Miami. He got offered by USC. He got offered by Oklahoma. He got offered by Penn State. I mean, at some point, somebody knows something. Yeah, I, I, I think for me, he's got a good opportunity to start. Right, this is a corner room that's wide open. But I'm, I want to take the opposite side of this here, Blake, because you know, bring me on here to give it a little bit of a different perspective. Um, if I'm with Terrence Welsh, I am eating all of this up. I'm eating up all this uh, these these content creators that are saying LSU doesn't have a proven corner. And what if I was with Terrence Welsh, I, I would do what Jamar Chase did. Jamar Chase told me this uh, during the championship game year is write on little post-it notes and put it on your 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 window every day when you go brush your teeth or mirror or whatever, and write down your goals and mm. say that people are are sleeping on you because they are and. Look, he, he. We'll see what he can do next year. But I, if I were him, I would say, look, I, I'm going to be that guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
make it to where people say we, we, we don't need transfer corners every year. And hopefully, you know, he takes all of this as motivation and doesn't, you know, allow these transfers to come in and start over him. I think Welsh could be an okay player. Obviously, health is a big thing for him. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how these other corners deal with this, uh, with these transfers coming in. All right, last one for you. And about 15 minutes, our Kansas, who is putting the smack down on Kansas, as we currently speak, I believe, uh, is going to be facing off against LSU. We got one minute. Uh, you're going to be watching this Arkansas LSU basketball game coming up at 8 o'clock? Oh, basketball? Of basketball? I, I'm, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch uh, the, the, the Pels. Very interesting. Juice Hill, his history with Arkansas basketball, his history with Derek Musselman is actually very interesting. I, I, I would read up on that. Uh, I, he's going to be very motivated tonight. I don't know if he's healthy. I haven't really been following LSU basketball too, too, too closely. Um, but he's obviously going to be very motivated. Um, so yeah, I, I hope LSU basketball gets a dub. And, uh, one thing Arkansas basketball, they, they're, they're super athletic. They got a ton of five stars, but they can't really shoot from the outside. So let's see if, uh, let's see if LSU can take advantage of that. And, uh, shout out Colin Hurley. I'm really excited to see this interview. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to hear. What yeah. Get out of here. Get out. I'm ready to go. All right, buddy. Thank you. You know that we'll see you back in here uh, Monday. Uh, maybe we'll see you Monday. Well, Cheers. yeah, it was. It's Monday, New Year's Day. Monday or Tuesday of next week. We'll see. You. We'll see you Monday or Tuesday of next week. How about that? Yeah, we might have to do Wednesday next week because of bowl game and then all of that. It's it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. But all uh, right, but we'll yeah, see, man. But we'll see you next week, no matter what. All right, buddy. All right, that's Carter, the Power Brian. All right, the five star man himself, the 2024 LSU QB commit, Colin Hurley, joins us next. But I got to tell you, my good friends, before we get to him, let me tell you about our good friends over at Synergy Resources. Synergy Resources, R-E-S-L-L-C.net. That's Synergy, R-E-S-L-L-C.net. For all your hoses, pipes, fittings, they do it all. Give our good friend Tully a call at Synergy Resources, LLC today. And let them know that Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you on by. All right, our last break here tonight. We go to Colin Harley next. But let's talk about our good friend, uh, our good friend, Carol Foss over at State Farm. 45 seconds. We return. Guys, you might know my good friend, Carol Foss, and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Foss has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985 985- 395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. All right, we are joined by our – well, I mean, look at my man already representing for LSU – 2024 oh, yeah, LSU QB commit Colin Harley is our guest. Colin, what's going on, man? How you doing? It's great to be here. Well, f- uh, thank you for joining us. That's number one. But number two, I got to ask you. I see the Marino jersey behind you, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. you a big damn Marino fan? What's going on here? Oh, yeah. No, that's my favorite quarterback of all time. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, my dad and I are strong Dolphin fans. Yeah, I, and they had a tough one. I mean, I hopefully, you know, two is going to be okay. You know, let let's pray and hope that he's okay. But man, you are from you are in Florida, Dolphins fan. They've had a you know they had a little pretty 
good year. If yeah, you ask it's me, constant. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it doesn't make us the happiest. I'll tell you that. I got you. Well, look. We got a lot to talk about here in the next 15 to uh, 15 minutes or so. Uh, thank you for joining us. Colin, we had a lot of people on our board today. I asked them to fire in some questions. And I know that me and you had talked a little bit off air beforehand. But, look, I think the number one question that a lot of LSU people wanted to know, uh, uh, more just more about you individually. I guess, Colin, what makes you you? What, what are some hobbies that you have? What are some things that you like before we get to all of this LSU uh, talk and about Coach Brian Kelly and Dim Brock and everybody else? Um, no, honestly, I'm just a boring dude. Um, <laughs> no, I'm a house, house body. I don't go out. I don't party. I don't do any of that stuff. I just like to, you know, play basketball, like to play some video games, you know, I'll watch some Netflix, um, I'll chill out with my dad. No, I don't really do too much. Um, you know, most of the stuff that I do is just related around football. If I'm not playing football, I'm just, I'm lifting, um, my eating, all the stuff that you think that an athlete does. That's just what I do. That's what I enjoy doing. Um, no, football is very fun for me, and you no, know, I I take it very seriously. And most of the stuff that I do uh, revolves around that. Colin Harley, LSU QB commit for twenty twenty four class. Colin, let me ask you: What went into you reclassify? Can you take us through that decision? I mean, what? Did you and your parents talk a lot about it? How did that decision go down uh, with you reclassifying to this upcoming class in 24? Um, I really felt like that was the best decision for me. Um, not everybody around me felt like that was the best decision for me. Um, now, most people probably don't know this yet, but I played um, eighth grade football in high school. I uh, actually won a state championship that year. And I honestly don't feel like I'm missing out a year. Um, I feel like Trinity really helped me get prepared to you know, be on this stage, be at the level that I'm at right now. Um, so I really feel like I'm honestly just ready to get out of high school and go you know, take another step in my journey. And um, no, honestly, I can't wait to be up there on campus and to bring home a national championship. So you talk about reclassifying and, and the, that decision that you made, and, and obviously it is kind of real – I mean, we didn't know that you had been in the eighth grade. Obviously, you reclassify LSU fans, start really digging in and, and realizing that your head coach talked about like he had never, Trinity had never seen something that you have done. And that's just an amazing feat. So when you do reclassify and you're coming down to your decision, what did ultimately make it LSU for you? And how did Brian Kelly and Mike Denbrock, Mike Denbrock and, and Joe Sloan, how did they mold that decision for you? Um, you know, the whole coaching staff at LSU really took me in. Um, I really felt that I was loved there. Um, I really felt like I was wanted there. Um, no, just my relationship with the staff was amazing. No, I was getting recruited by a lot of coaches, a lot of amazing coaches, a lot of amazing players um, no, along the journey. Um, and no, I'm really grateful to all of them. No, I had over 30 offers. Um, and no, I really felt like LSU was the place for me. Um, I really felt like I had a strong connection with this coaching staff, you know, with the town, the fans. Um, no, I really felt like this was just the place for me to be. And you no, know, looking at this year, you know, Coach Kelly did an amazing job. 
from where the team started to where it ended. Um, you know, he's an amazing coach, and it obviously showed throughout the season, you know, him moving to the SEC, beating a team like Alabama, strong team, making it to the SEC uh, championship. You know, and just where the team started and where it finished, that really showed something and you know, showed in you know, the right direction of where it's going. And I really feel like LSU has a strong chance of winning a national championship for the, for the years to come. Well, I know that you've been really vocal about that. You, you've said a couple times, even in your commitment, that you wanted to come and you want to win national titles. Well, that's something that maybe not national titles, but state titles that you've won in Florida. I, I guess, Colin, is that something that you've always been built to do? I mean, you talk about wanting to come here and win national championships. I mean, since you've been in eighth grade and, and being the starting quarterback, is that just something that is ingrained into you? Like, when did that start when you just like, look, we're coming to we're coming to win state. We're coming to win natties. Like when did that start? Did it start when you won the state title the first time, or when did that when did that happen? Um, honestly, I felt like it's always been in me. Um, the winning is a standard in my household. Um, no, that's a standard at Trinity as well, and I really felt like that set me off in the right direction. And playing for a coach like Verlin Dormany that really helps. You know, he really prepares you. For the next level, um, you know, playing at Trinity isn't easy. You know, they expect a lot out of you. you know, the, ex the expectations are very hard. I'll tell you that. Um, and I know the expectations at LSU are even harder. But I really feel like he's prepared me, and Trinity's prepared me to be in the right place, um, and to really, you know, they've really shown me how to work my tail off, and you know, good things will come out of it, and you know, me being. LSU commit. No, I'm really grateful for that, and I wouldn't have been able to do that with Coach Dormany and the program. Take me through the decision when you call Brian Kelly. I'm assuming. I don't know this. I'm asking. So asking and, and want you to bring it, bring me through it. When you talk to Brian Kelly and tell him, telling him that you're going to commit to LSU, what's that like? Because, you know, Colin, quarterback is such a different position, right? Like it's not like – Look, I played center in college. It's not like the five of us committing. It's not like receivers. I, I mean, it's a quarterback. Take us through that. Like when you when you talk to him, and, and I know that you know he can't he can't make it well known right now because you know he'd be breaking a violation. But obviously, you know, in, in some of the pictures that you, he's able to you know have with you and stuff like that, he's cheesing, man. I, I mean, oh, he's yeah, smiling yeah. in the ear. <laughs> but take us yeah. through that. What was that? What was that conversation like with you and him when you had decided to come to LSU? Um, well, I was definitely giving hints to him before. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, whenever I hopped on the phone, he, uh, most of the staff was actually in there, and I broke it out. I told him that I wanted to be a Tiger, and uh, you could just hear the whole room shake. Everyone yelling, everyone's happy. Um, no, it was just it's honestly a great experience. Um, and no, I really, at that, at that point, I really felt like that was the right place for me. You know, I really felt loved by that coaching staff. Um, you know, also the city and the fans, I really felt loved by all of them. And I knew that this was going to be, you know, the best place for me. Have you, you've been to Death Valley, obviously, correct? I mean, I'm not. Oh, yeah. No, okay. I've been five or more times already. Uh, what was your favorite, what was your favorite moment? Oh, being Alabama on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Did, were, I, I don't want to get you in trouble here, so don't answer this question if you, if you get in trouble. 
did you partake in an extracurricular activities on the field after? I mean, did you storm it? I mean, what what happened? Um, no, I wanted to let everyone get down first until <laughs> I fall down steps. No. So you didn't do like now LSU DB uh, signee uh, JV and Taviano. You didn't you didn't go full sprint. You just kind of oh, no, or no. or like my producer uh, uh, Pooh Bear who who lost his ever living mind and, and sprinted down there himself. Oh no, I did not do that. Okay. I did not participate in that activity. I can tell you that. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. All right, Colin, look, we're not going to keep you too much longer, but just a couple more, and thank you so much uh, for your time. What is what is something, you know, we and you talked about this a little off air, and it's something that obviously uh, a lot of people talk about in recruiting. You have been very vocal about helping recruit and, and talking to guys in the 2024 class. You have really cemented yourself right now and, and really will be – through the 24 process as the leader and the guy for LSU making the claim, listen, we're coming to win a national title. Do you, I mean, you've been pretty vocal. I, I mean, I don't want to say, ask you like, take me through the process. Cause I don't want you to tell me what you're telling other kids, but yeah. I, I guess what's it been like being the, the face and, and, and the leader of that class so far? Um, no, that's just my job. Um, no, I, it's nothing new to me. Um, I've been doing it for the past four years at Trinity, so it's nothing new to me. Um, I'm, I'm going after the top guys that want to be a part of this program. Um, and if they make a decision somewhere else, I respect that decision. Um, no, my mind doesn't change on them, you know, how they are as a person, how they are as an athlete. Um, but I'm, I'm going after the guys that want to be a part of this program that I know that are going to make a difference. And you no know, athletes that are going to help us win a national championship. I love it. I love it. All right, I lied. Last one. <laughs> Favorite place to eat in Baton Rouge when you've been down here? What was it? Did oh, you walk-ons. have anything? Walk-ons. Walk-ons. Okay. Sure. Okay. We got. Sure. What was your? What did you? What did you get at walk-ons? What do you like at walk-ons? Um, I get like the little. Was it the gator tails? Oh yeah. Um, I just get a nice plain burger. No. Um. And some jambalaya. I love it. I love it. Is it your first time having gator in in, in Louisiana? I mean, you're in Florida, so. Oh, no. No, no, no. (laughs) Not at all. I dig it. I I, dig it. I think every time I go to LSU, we have walk-ons at least two times a day. Oh, I don't blame you. It's a good place to be. It's that good. Yeah, it's a good place to be. Especially one by campus. Uh, The OG. Of walk-ons. Oh, no, that's the one that we hit. That's the one that we hit right there. <laughs> I love it. All right, Colin, thank you so much, buddy. You can follow him at Colin Hurley. We will probably have more discussions, you know, you trying to get you back on the show, and I know you got a lot going on. But thank you so much for having us or having – thank you so much for coming on with us, and we'll have you on again soon. No, thank you for having me. It means a lot to me. No problem, man. We'll talk soon. That's Colin Hurley, the LSU 2024 QB commit. What a young man. Wow. Wow. And see, you got you got Brad here saying, all right, Blake, go ahead and let him go. You got Rick saying, we love you already, Colin. Yeah. We do got to do this, Jason Brumfield. Jason Brumfield said you got to get him to go to the blue store. This is true. This is absolute, absolute facts. <laughs> I, Pooh Bear, did you see this? Penn Jones. Blake Pooh didn't sprint anywhere. (laughs) 
All right. <clears throat> First off, pen. <laughs> have you know, my big ass was getting it. As soon as I had a, a clear path, I was gone. And I'll tell you who beat me down there. Daniel beat me down there. Head and all. I mean, I mean, really and truthfully, you, you he had talk, a head hey, start. You can talk all you want. But Daniel, literally, he hopped that, uh, the little barrier. I jumped over. And when I looked up, he was gone. Well, I mean. Hey, that man fast. He said he was the most athletic uh, Golden Buddha. I still don't believe it, but he, he got a strong case after that. I don't know. I'm going to go. I, I, I love you. I love you, but I think I'm going to go with Ant. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with Ant. Is that wrong? I don't think so. Oh, okay, okay. Lucy B says, "Hey, hey, Pooh Bear." <laughs> Hi, Lucy. I pray you have a merry Chris. Had a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. All right. Well, look, we're gonna go ahead and and, and end up the show. Thank you, Pooh, for defending yourself. I appreciate Thank that. You. All right. Look. Bottom line, this this show's been a little a little wild here tonight. Let me just say this. Um, I've read a lot of your comments. I let I read, I have read a lot of your concerns. What I will promise you is this. There's going to be things that are going to come out with probably next 24 to 48 hours. It might not even be, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? It might not even be, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be actually reported on. Okay. What I will tell you is. Be careful what you say about somebody when you don't know the facts. Okay. So Kayshawn Booty made his decision. He's going to stick with that decision and good on him. But LSU does move on and they will continue to move on. All right. We got the LSU basketball game. Let's go watch it. We got the bowl game. Did Arkansas, guys, did Arkansas win? Arkansas won. All right. And we had our three leg parlay. So we're 2-0 and in our parlay so far. Um, taking Duke and Arkansas. Now we have Ole Miss. Now we have Ole Miss. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.